Hello, everybody, and thank y'all for tuning in today. My name is Mark. This is Caleb. And Orlando. And this is Around with the Brodies podcast. And on this podcast, we are three friends, a.k.a. Brodies, sipping on a little something-something, talking to you about life and the shit we going through. <clears throat> but before we get started today, guys, what are we drinking? Whiskey. Whiskey. With a little whiskey in it. Yeah, we went back to the Jameson Cobra. I mean, shit, it says limited, right? Limited release. So we might as well drink it on a limited basis of every day that we have a bottle in the house. That's just what we have to do, right? And then we can release the beast. Release the Kraken. Release it. (laughs) (laughs) And Orlando's out. Orlando says, I'm done. Mm -mm, Fuck you guys. Yep. Uh, We would like to welcome back a special guest. This is our second time that we're having a guest on the episode. And... Again, we brought the sweetest of the sweet, the Mr. Crackalacka himself. <laughs> Not Crackalacka crack crack himself. Damn, crack I was just about to say, hold on, did you choose Crackalacka? Uh, Crackalacka. Crack. I mean, I never said that he could or could not be an owner of a cracker and barrel. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, gotta try this out. But we would like to introduce again, Sweet Mike back to the podcast. Sweet Mike. Welcome Howdy. back. Good to be back. Look at this, he's a howdy, nice. brother. <laughs> howdy, brothers. Haw, oh, ye out here, oh, ye haws. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before we get started today, as always, guys, uh, let's pour up some shots. Mm-hmm. Everybody at home, we need you guys to go to the liquor cabinets. It's, 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 it's the weekend episodes and shit, too. We about to be on our weekend when we're recording this. So uh, Usually go, we're lit by now. Usually we're lit by No, I mean... Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, <laughs> by the end of this episode, we're gonna be lit. Okay. Yep. It's Honestly. okay. But what you need to do is you go to the liquor store. Uh, you go to your cabinet. You go to your mama house. Uh, you are pre gaming before you go out for the weekend. Whatever you are doing right now, we need you to get some liquor, some liquor or some beer. Or if you a female just had a hard week, you now trying to take a bubble bath with some wine while you listen to three guys. I mm. mean, now four guys because we got the sweetest of the sweet <laughs> as you yeah. serenade your bubble bath yeah. with your Chardonnay or some Merlot or however it go-go. I don't know. <laughs> I just know those. That's all we know. Like, and some white Zinfandel. Uh, Cabernet. You feel Cabernet. me? Yeah, What's Cabernet's. <laughs> What's I the sweet like one? Wine, What's so the sweet, the dessert wine? Moscato. When you had the they had the toasted head, they did the Moscato uh Moscato Chardonnay mix. Fire. If you sitting there sipping on that because you found a bottle, because I couldn't find a bottle since the first time we had a uh <laughs> fucking whatever whatever the thing is. That's all folks. When we got a Bevmo out here, we were like, where the fuck is it? They opened the Bevmo the first week they were there. They had the uh Moscato Chardonnay mix through toast head. Cool. Pot like three bottles. Never got it back again. Should have saved the bottle. Yeah, Probably sold it too cheap or something. Like, ah, uh, that went too quick. Can't ever do that again. Yeah, bunch of bastards. Keep it in the warehouse. But anyway, guys. <laughs> <laughs> we need you guys to toast it up to us right now. You are talking to the Brodies. We are the Brodies. And we would like to say cheers to everybody right cheers, now. Cheers. To the Brodies. Cheers. Cheers. Cheerio. Okay. That's delicious. pleasant. That's nice. That is you can delicious. You put that on ice. Mm-hmm. So, uh, guys. You trying, to, you trying to rap right now? 
That's nice. No, you I gotta said, put that on ice. Orlando don't ice, rap. Ice, baby. I don't. I don't. I don't. I was just gonna say I don't rap. So Maybe I'll get... drink it twice. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Mike, just stop. Just stop. Just stop. stop. I, I am pretty white. I am pretty white. <laughs> we, we both white, bro. We, I know. It's okay. All right, guys. So uh, today's topic uh, we're gonna be going over with is work ethic. Okay. Mm. Now we're gonna try to not be serious, serious about this. But we know for a fact if somebody you, gonna get upset. I'm just saying, if you got a significant other, and by the time Friday come around, and you be like, and you say you the man, are you are you that the uh, the role in the household that you have to have the person come to you and be like, you heard about fucking Tina this week? Guess what the fuck Tina did? Okay, I was sitting there at my desk. Tina decided that she can go on three breaks in her first hour of work. <laughs> Guess who had to pick up the slack? I had all these patients and shit in my office. Fucking Tina decided she wanted to go on a smoke break because she was having a bad day. Her baby daddy ain't shit. She talking about he ain't shit, so she need to go on three smoke breaks. Okay, mm. her work ethic kind of sucks right now because uh, her priorities is not right. Get your money, boo boo. That's what you got to do. Do <laughs> preach, preach it, brother. You know, so in life right now, we go through like, do you think it is the way that we're raised that gives us our work ethic? Because I think there's a lot of people that are raised. In situations where they don't have a lot and they don't they haven't had to work or maybe they had to work to survive so now that they process that over to when they're working to get money that they're working a lot harder to get what they didn't have so do you think it's about how you're raised about your work ethic or what do you think involves making you have a good work ethic well see those are those are two actually two different things too because you got you got when you say raised you got one your economic standing so that changes it up or actually how you're raised by your parents too. So I think those both can have, I think it's like, there's, it's a multi-tiered thing. Like yep. you got, you got your economic station. It's going to change how you do things a little bit, just in general. And then you got how you're raised. So depending on what kind of family you're coming from, you're going to have that. And then you also got just the individual. Cause I know people that come from like a hardworking family and you find this guy here Lazy and there. Like, what do you yeah. like? How, how your sister does this and your brother does that. What, what are you Or doing? vice versa too. Cause yeah. I know a couple of friends or a friend, two in, in particular that they grew up having money but they bust their ass off like mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. like yeah. literally so well, i mean it's just like um i was out outside i got off work the other night right and i was outside the bar and a couple of guys were sitting there fighting and shit and like one dude you can tell like he was homeless or something because he was sitting there in front of the bar drinking a fucking uh beer uh, and he's sitting there oh you little trust fund baby blah blah, blah this and this you're not even from out here don't be like this and we're like we all work downtown. You're sitting here talking <laughs> yeah. to a fucking person that works downtown that has only ever lived in our town. And you're sitting here saying, oh, you're a trust fund, this one, that. And, like, you don't know where we come from, so it doesn't really matter. So, yeah, yeah. And, the, and the same thing, like, I start seeing, like, you watch movies. Uh, you start seeing certain, like, things where people were like, oh, if you come from money or if you're a trust fund and you never had to work in your life, you don't have a work ethic. Right. Right. But I don't find that that always has to bear to be true. Yeah, I mean, not always. It it comes down to uh, I think that's where uh, the parenting has more power on that because in that situation, it's my. I mean, shit, affluenza is a thing that actually fucking worked for someone because they were so rich they got out, got away from doing crazy stupid shit because mm -hmm. they had so much money. And they're like, oh, I don't know because my view of the world skewed. But when you got good parents too, you teach you teach the kids, you know, the value of money. And so they appreciate everything and they appreciate the hard work and they appreciate the leg up they have. So it's, it's a possibility, but it's like, it's gotta have the right mentality. Mm -hmm. 
My my bad, bro. I ain't going to lie. I thought you said influenza for a split second. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wait. What does that have to do with exactly. anything? <laughs> <laughs> you ever try to work when you're sick? But then I went back. I was How like, wait. How dare you? No, he wasn't sick. My bad. I just no, started I laughing. I was like, oh, shit. So, you know, the funny part, though, is like when you talk about influenza, right? And you're talking about like people working when they're sick. Okay. I understand you need money when you're sick. Your work ethic should not fuck up my work ethic. If oh, you are hell sick, no. stay the fuck home, yeah, you yeah, asshole. Yeah. Right? Stay the fuck home. Sick. Yep. Anything actually like sick or yeah. Especially like, right now. Because that's what happens, right? Mm-hmm. Where people got like people got sick and then next you know, the person comes into work sick. Or nobody wants to cover their shift. So they come in, they work. And then the next person gets sick. And then yep. They still come to work, then they get the next person sick. And then yeah, next you know, yeah, everybody's getting sick at least three times in this whole cycle because the cycle keeps switching continue. Enough, yeah. Because nobody decides that they can stay home and get your shit right. Because you know what happens if you had your shit right? You would have had a good work ethic before to save enough fucking money because in case you got sick, that you didn't have to go to work sick. Mark like, is, you ain't never heard of hard. <laughs> no. Motherfucker. At the same time, it's like you ain't never heard of fucking sick hours. Brad, you get some. What I mean, about, what about no, if you're a single parent? Yeah, not everybody gets sick hours. Yeah. All, all I got to say is... All right, is check your I, privilege. Nah. Okay. Oh. I don't... You got to do what you got to do. You can't sit there. Oh, You can't sit there and ethic. tell me that you're going to come down and get everyone else sick just because you're fucking trying to prove a point or whatever mm-hmm. else. is like, if you can't figure it the fuck out outside of that, then I don't know. But you got to realize people are like that, though. Yeah. Some people will they do are. that. And well, I mean, a lot of times you'll see people try to prove a point like, oh, I'm sick. I'm still going to come down to work. It's just like, nah, you ain't proving shit to me outside of the fact that you're trying to get us all sick. I'm about to be like they be doing in foreign countries, but I'm wearing a face mask to work. Mm-hmm. I'll be I'll be back behind a bar with Gas a face mask. mask on. I'll be trying to look like one of those uh, dancing kids. The uh, T T J or whatever the heck they name. Oh, the, 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 the little walkies? panda. No, yeah, no, no. Mask. They have the little, the little pandas. The little panda mask. And, and then stuff. they be like, eh. I'll be in the background. What can I get for you today? Right. <laughs> and on that topic too, I know a person literally that just came through my job today. I'm not even talking shit about single parents. You know, like y'all do you. I my some of my sisters are single parents. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It is what it is. They're hard ass working women. But I saw a girl come through today. She spent twenty six dollars on bullshit on drinks. I was like $26 on bullshit drinks. Sometimes you just need you know that little mean? bit of happiness. You know? hey. But she come through every day and do that. Yeah, you know that's why mean? we stopped going. And I'm looking at it like, okay. I was just about like, to say. You that's why I don't, I, like, that's that why I don't come see you no more. Up. Like, if you're struggling for money that bad and you're doing that, then hey. I ain't got much sympathy for you when you show up to work sick. That's, why I, don't come, that's why I don't come see you no more. But you know see, what? Like, I know there's other reasons. That's the other <laughs> stuff that you guys got to look at. Diabetes. I don't have diabetes. When you guys actually start looking at it, man, it's. Some people, as, as Mike was saying, is when you're sick and you are a single parent or you are the head of your household, that you're mm-hmm. the only source of income for it. Sometimes that that fucking Folgers coffee at your house is not going to cut it. You need something that so be like, nice. cool. Treat I yourself. had this like you got the people that be going around that Christmas Columbian time. Coffee? Right? No, hold on. But you got the people like <laughs> like the holidays and like people like, oh, the pumpkin spice is here for so long. They're like, I'm sick as shit because that's around the time that everybody's sick. I need this but shit in I my really life. I really want my pumpkin spice. I don't. I can't personally take that shit because that's. I can't do it. Yeah. But if you're sick and you do it, I understand that you're head of the household. Sometimes you have asshole bosses, and they'll be like, "Oh, well, you need to come in anyways." And our industry with me and Mike as bartending, if you're sick, the odds of somebody trying to cover your shift when you have, <laughs> it's, it's not gonna work, mm-hmm. right? But for you guys, like, like when you're in, in the coffee shop, too, is like you guys have a shit ton of people. But even like when we went to podcast just on an off day the other day, you're like, hey, someone work my shit. Fuck that. Uh, OK. Uh, 
you know, it, it becomes harder. So, I mean, on, on, the, on the byproduct of it being if somebody's not going to cover it for you to do it. But if you have an actual office or something, the ability to, do, the yeah. ability to be able to just call out, be Take like, hey, I off. can't come in today because I am sick. You want a fucking doctor's note? You want to pay for my doctor? You can get a doctor's note. Otherwise, I'm going to be Dr. Mark today. And yep. here's your fucking doctor right. note. Shit, yeah. I can't be here. Sometimes when I'm sick, yeah, I ain't going to get paid if I don't work. But I'm like, fuck this. I'm just going to sit at home because mm-hmm. like. I don't want to fuck with everyone else and fuck it. I'll take a little break because I don't want to have to try to, you know, be nice, crazy nice to everyone while I'm fucking dealing with my fucking headache at the right. same time. Yeah. It, it, I, I don't like to do it because I feel it pulls down my, my quality work. I mean, my quality work is still high no matter what the fuck I am. Right. Mm-hmm. But if I'm a little sick, it's not going to be quite as on top of it as I want it to be. So my thing is like I take it. I, I try to take it off because of my work ethic. Exactly. I don't I want it to be say, compromised. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> The worst thing you can do in a customer service job is give somebody substantial service because Subs- you, yeah, yeah like, yeah. just because you don't want like, for me. Because they remember that three mm-hmm. times better than the best service they've ever had. Right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And I'm not trying to go to work and make excuses. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you, do you think nowadays, like, your parents' worth ethic is different than the yours? people around Yeah, yeah well, I mean. Like, for, like, let's say, for example, your grandmas, your parents, you, and then when you're kid comes around do you think their worth ethics is gonna oh, be different definitely. as in like the sense for uh for example do you remember how your parents used to say i used to stay hella long hours i used to bust my ass off 15 hours a day grinding working and then you come along and i'm like yo i used to work you know eight to five but i would grind my hours left and right i feel like millennials nowadays will say the exact same thing, but from their point of mind, like they, they'll be like, well, I was sick, I stayed home, and I still busted my ass off mm-hmm. being hung. Because nowadays, but you know, like you can work from home. Then you got to also look at it, the Generation so, Z or something like that, right? Because yeah. technically, we ones? found out the other well, day, we are millennials. Yeah, we yeah, are we're millennials. Mm-hmm. So I feel like there's, wait, you have boomers, Gen X, and then millennials, right? And then you have the one after. Yeah, Generation what? Z. Post 2000 or some post, crap. Post nine, I think it was 90. I'm pretty sure millennials was something like a 2001 to 2100 so is the, what the technical definition was. Yeah, we uh, just looked it up. Which is a one big of ass, that's a big ass broad scope. I'm just, but I'm, I was thinking of the sensitive ones nowadays. Oh, oh, oh okay. You know? Technically, I think we're lightly grouped in with that. Ex- yeah. But it's also the ones just past us, which is like, I think it's Gen Z or it's like called. Gen something 2.0 or some crap. <laughs> I didn't even know uh, there was if they got, They've got a, they've got a thousand like names, and it's like I don't know how but I don't know how we have like baby boomers, which is like a 40 year gap. Gen X, which is like 10, 15, maybe 20 years, and then millennials, which is 10 years, and then right. it's like mm-hmm. five years. Millennials, and then it's like two minutes. 81 to 96. Millennials, 96. Yep. Okay. 81 to 96. In terms of being born, born right there. Yep. Oh, 39 oldest, so 24 baby. youngest. 2020 20 and 24. Yep. So then, what's after that? That's generation uh, the Z. Z is post, yeah, post yeah. millennial. Oh. Generation Z. So that right there, uh, Tide Pod Kids. Tide Pod Kids. <laughs> Ninety-seven <laughs> to 2012. Oh. That's what the funny part too is. I saw something the other day, uh, and it says, uh, I can't remember exactly what it was, but the whole thing it says, if you stop eating, if you wouldn't have been eating fucking Tide Pods, it wouldn't be like this right now. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> but what you were saying on on the work ethic of the different, past, yeah. right now the different generations, the one, it is different because as we talked about in the American Dream episode that we were talking about, right? The people in the back with that American Dream was yeah. every dude that went to work that was working in factories and stuff was wearing suits. 
Mm-hmm. Oh, you would yeah. go uncomfortably in a suit and you do it. Then as time goes by, as you start seeing people be like, oh, get more and more laid back to get more and more relaxed, more and more casual. And you start seeing like how we're getting more desensitized to what an actual professional, professional setting, setting would be. Well, and then you also on a side note, you also got to take into account like back in the day when our parents with like the crazy heavy work ethics worked, they could work for all the things they wanted. They could work for a house. They could, and they can do this in minimum wage jobs because mm-hmm. the, the biggest problem I think nowadays is the wage gap from the highest paid to the lowest paid. And like the big, super crazy mega corporations is over a hundred times. We're back in like the 60s, 70s. Right. You're looking at max, like 30 times the amount, 20 times mm-hmm. the amount of the baseline employee. Mm-hmm. And so there wasn't this huge, massive disparity. And so with this huge, massive disparity, you get this like disconnect with like the hard working. So like when, when you hear about, Nowadays, of like, oh yeah, working long hours. Like, why are you doing that to yourself? Mm-hmm. Why not? Me and Tar- Mark were talking about this the other day. Why not just do two different jobs? You're better off doing doing uh, overtime. You're gonna actually get paying more into taxes, and then you're gonna be screwing yourself because if you just did two full time jobs, back to like back to back or like set ups in a caddy corner, yeah. you're gonna be making more money. You're gonna be walking with more money. You're gonna yeah, be exactly. way better off. So it's mm-hmm. like it doesn't it doesn't pay anymore to actually have that kind of it's the work ethic still works, but that's a different style of work that you could have done that paid off in that way. Your work ethic now is more, everyone talks about the hustle nowadays right? Mm-hmm. and you're always hustling. You're trying to get these like passive income streams or you're trying to work a couple different jobs or when you're not working one job, you're slightly doing something else. So it's like, it's a, it's the same thing, but a different way of doing it because the old way is all broken now. Exactly. Yeah. Do you think that relates to, to like, uh, as far as like these baseline employees, cause like you're talking about these baseline employees before, like you're actually making enough money to be able to afford these yeah, things. I mean, but you, nowadays, you, like yeah, you look the Walmart in, cashier, like what the fuck are you yeah. affording? You Nothing, look at, really, yeah, you look you know? at the inflation rates and stuff and how it's changed. Like when it's actually been brought up to proper time, the power of spending back in the day is so much better than it is currently. Right. And the problem is like, you have these different things that are supposed to be good, but they don't work out that way. Mm-hmm. And so it's just, all messed up and you get like these minimum wage increases which help out kind of but not really because then every all the cost of goods goes up yep. and then mm-hmm. you're paying taxes on all that so more money is going to the government to pay for stuff and the problem is, is really there's a hoarding of wealth from the top end and it's like i'm all about like hey man you do a good job you think it's something good and you're going to be in charge hey mm-hmm. treat yourself for that but then, then when you're making like hundreds of millions of dollars and then your average employee is making like 20 grand a year it's like right what are you going to do with this hundreds of millions? Why not put it back into the company, treat your people right? You're always going to be the top of the line with like in terms of service and yeah. stuff. So why not just treat them a little bit better? Cut your pay in half. You're still making $50 million a year, yeah. mm-hmm. and everyone's pay- making You're still driving a Maserati. Yeah. yeah. And so that's still going to want more. Sweet Mike for president. Hey. Sweet Mike for president. Feel it. Is. Now, do you only think California is like that, though? Because I feel like that... There's other states that have that kind of... I mean, California's got this weird... California, it tries to do good things, but I'm not a big fan of bureaucracy. And this is like getting separate from the topic. (laughs) (laughs) Because California is the one state in California that is the most in debt. So California Mm -hmm. is always trying to find a way to get the money back that can get them out out of debt. The one thing... Now we're going to be very off topic with it is that everyone talks about is if they were to just tax 
marijuana, since they want to legalize that in, in California, if you taxed it, took the tax money back for it, put it into the system to people picking up tracks or trash or fixing roads, then that helps put money back into the system, which then allows help get in California more out of debt. But they're trying to find different ways because when it comes to politicians and everything else like that, it's they're going to find a way for one group to win, one group to lose, but then be able to find one common ground that makes somebody else in your whole state end up losing. Mm-hmm. The older but I they get, get, the more I understand pocket. of it. Yeah. They still get their money in their pocket, and then everybody else is doesn't matter because when they get money in their pocket, their family and their tree line is still good to go. Still care of, yeah. If right. not slightly that's better, all they're off. watching out for. Mm-hmm. But yeah. when it comes down to now is with people's work ethics and how we are nowadays. One thing, as we talked about in one of our last episodes too, is how technology, social media, and things <laughs> like that now alters it because. Your traditional jobs that we had back in the days, you're working in the factories, you're putting together uh, people making phone booths, you're looking at the vehicles, the newspapers, and things like that. You can't just have one newspaper stand that is going to be delivering our news. Now you have everybody online that can be their own reporter, people with their Mm -hmm. phone can go and do that, make their own articles, post their blogs, and then that is now news. So what happens now is you have that, you have the self-serve gas stations, you have the uh, self uh, checkouts at the um, over at the uh, grocery stores and things like that. So what happens now is they're finding different ways to make it so that we don't have to pay people to do traditional jobs. Mm -hmm. So when you're not doing the traditional jobs, the actual amount of money that is going into the system and now makes it so that people want to find the easiest way to make money, which now is either getting likes on social media to be able to get money that way, become YouTubers, which is a hard job at the same time now, but well, back yes, then it was still hard too. You had to be yeah. rich. It's like well, hard. you had no template. You just had to figure shit out. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you have right. things like that that people are trying to find the most easiest way to make money in a non-traditional way to get by through life. As long as I'm looking out for me and this is how it goes and I can survive, that right there is most people's work ethic. The one thing I start seeing now with younger people is young people want to have fun. Nothing else matters yeah. besides here and right now. Future doesn't matter. Past doesn't matter. Yeah. I'm here. Like yeah. you start seeing act like uh, musicians like Michael Jackson and and people like that that were like, my parents treated me this way and this is why I'm this way because of that. Okay, kids nowadays aren't like, oh my parents, blah blah blah, this this and that. You get the freaking people that are like, all right, I'm here. This is me right now. I'm gonna make my money right now. I'm gonna go spend my money right after I make it. And then if I got money, I, yeah, if I call in sick. Oh, fucking well, because I'll find another way to make money or it's not as important because I can either go couch surf. I can get five roommates in a house. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, right? this is, yeah, I feel I feel you. it's like uh, I like the idea of like the mental health aspect. They're trying to take care of themselves, make sure they're actually happy, too, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. a lot of people, especially back in our past, we look at like people that we grew up with that we respected and they're like, yeah, I worked all the time. Like they talk about it in like regrets. Like I wish I took more time off here and there. So we're already kind of here in that. So we want to make sure, hey, you know, what? we got to take care of ourselves. But then other people take it way overboard and like, I'm always going to be happy. It's like, fuck, man, you're not always going to be happy. I'm happy. I'm decently happy. I mean, you keep your, your mindset right and it yeah. helps you out. But it's like, mm-hmm. you also got to look out for yourself. Like be smart. Like other people just take it way off of this. So it's like, oh, this ain't making me happy. I'm doing a job, but I don't like it. And fuck this. I quit. And it's like, yeah. there's no balance. You get these people that just have, it's like, they don't have a work ethic and they're using the mental health like concept as like their excuse for like not. And it's like, dude, mm-hmm. like back in the day, jobs was also part of your identity. So you're always yep. putting yourself into it. Nowadays, now, nowadays it's just like, Hey, 
we're all getting paid shit, so I'm going to do just enough to get by. I mean, you always had that anyways, but I'm mm-hmm. going to do just enough to get by, and whatever happens, happens, I'll just get another thing. And yeah. All because yeah. uh, my mental health's at stake otherwise. And it's yeah. like, I I get it, but it's just like a totally my way to say that of it. Old school society was like the, uh, the, uh, the animated movie Ants, right? You become, oh, a, certain, you become yep. a certain age. All right, we're going to put you in this job. Uh, you you might say, this is your identity. Yep. Cool. And you but, stay quiet and mm-hmm. just do your job. You do your job. You always go there. You wake up. You do your job. You go to work. You come home. You take care of your family. Blah, blah, this and that. Yeah. One thing I just really hate seeing now is, like, Mike, even when Mike said, it's like, oh, my mental health is I can quit. Did you quit your job before you found another source of income? Yeah, not even taking care of them. A lot of people so don't, people though. Do that. Exactly. A lot of That's people don't. Saying. Yeah. Like, did you, you didn't even look for another source of income. Yeah, start, like, putting out feelers and stuff, mm-hmm. like, feeling mm-hmm. something out. like. And then the other thing for it now and is then, yeah. employers now, because a lot of the employers are the millennials, because we're in the millennial group, right? I'm 32, 27. Uh, how old are you again? 45. 16. Fuck you. How old are you? <laughs> like, in reality? 30. 30? How old are you, Mike? 31. Okay, cool. So pretty much everybody, like right now, our bosses are around our age. Yeah. Because a lot of the people that are older, they're doing the other fucking jobs and shit. Or that retired. Are higher up, retired, or they're doing just the jobs to get them by or going back to mm-hmm. college, you know? Mm-hmm. Stuff like that. <laughs> going but back to college. <laughs> true. Dude, the yeah, av- I know average I, age of a college student is, is a lot been, different it's risen, now. Yeah, it's I, didn't, I haven't looked yeah. into it, so I wouldn't know. You, I mean, you still got a lot of young kids, but there's a lot more people a, that are going like at 30 and 30 plus. Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Yeah. yeah well, it kind of goes back to what Mark was talking about on that subject specifically is like all these basic jobs are being replaced by things that can be controlled by technology like self-checking and stuff. So it's like if all you have is a high school diploma and all mm-hmm. you're ever going to be is a cashier, that shit's on its way out the door. Well, so man. people want to go back to school so mm-hmm. that they can try to hopefully get their foot in the well, door. The problem somewhere is, else. is it shouldn't be out the door either, too. Because like you look at some of the stuff, and sometimes college is just overrated. Yeah, just oh, yeah. I was yeah, just I gonna say because um, I was just gonna say because I know someone uh, who basically is like a self-learn. They made a program. They just nowadays, you know, you can just go on YouTube and learn how to make a program. They know how to make a program. They built a program, and now it makes a lot mm-hmm. of money. But because they won't sell that program to anyone else. When that program goes down, someone gets to fix it. That's that person. Mm-hmm. Doesn't even have a yeah, but but like, yeah, doesn't so have a college a, degree. Yeah. But so you get like these different specialists, so. and it's like yeah, I mean, it's just the whole the whole thing with uh, college being like a, like everything else being out like of you it. need you to, to go, go to college. college. It's like it's, to it's it's frustrating because it's like what you really need to do is just be able to teach people how to critically think. And mm-hmm. nowadays, mm-hmm. more and more schools just a call and response. Yeah, yes, it's, I agree. It's more of just like not actual pe- teaching people to critically think as much as it is to like, when I say this, you're you supposed do to this. do this. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. more of like uh, training workers. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. As opposed to people to actually think for themselves, which is just, it's a bummer. But then even in school, you see a wide range of, di- uh, like a wide range of uh, work ethics. You know what I mean? Oh, like yeah, you yeah. have those students yeah. that are just like barely scraping by, you know, trying to like copy off your homework or trying to like get the answers for this. So they don't have to do that assignment and then, oh, show up to the exam the night before they crammed it so they can slam it. You know what I mean? They're not actually trying as much as other people. Well, nobody ever tries but in school anymore, really. That's not a true. There's, that is not true. <laughs> you, think, you think a lot of people that truly try in school. 
There like, are not a lot of people. But I'm but saying, but there's like if you go and look at the majority of the people that will have that are like, I have to go through college and I need to get straight A's. Mm-hmm. The amount of people that say I need to get straight A's, knowing for a fact that you can go with a C minus, yeah, and not have anybody ever look at your grades. C's you think get the degrees. People, yes, like I exactly. said, there's a wide range of di- like yeah. work ethics. You yeah. know, that includes all of those people, the ones that are mm-hmm. going for straight A's and everything. But what all this makes me think about too, with college, with work, whatever, when it comes to work ethics, is I feel like people don't take pride in what they're doing these days yeah, yeah. you know you what i mean like even the most basics well, and of then jobs the thing is too like you got to look at it too you got to look at um like me I, I have a pretty good work ethic like when it comes to like my own when i was doing school i had to do school i didn't have to but i was doing school for a purpose but i didn't really care it's like boom my work at work where i'm getting paid to do stuff i'm gonna do it boom everything you're more passionate best, yeah best way i can do school Oh, I need to do this to get by? Okay. Oh, it's a group project? Okay, I'm going to step out because I'm not going to be a hassle to someone else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when it came to my stuff, I'm like, I don't really care, but I know I need to do this, so I'm doing it. Right. So it's like, at the same time, work ethic can be slightly flexible. And the problem is, like we were talking about earlier, the kids with the mental health, that's how they tr- see, see work mm-hmm. as opposed to like their schoolwork. So their work is like, oh, well. It's like the secondary. Yeah, exactly. So it's mm-hmm. just like a side thought. Right. Mm-hmm. And so they're focused more on school, but then when it comes to their actual job, then all of a sudden you're, you're looking at them and your coworkers, you're like, why are you so lazy down here? It's just like, <laughs> well, I mean, I'm not, I don't really yeah. care about this job. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, like one thing you look at, especially like in our town, which is a college town, right? Mm-hmm. You got two colleges. So people that come out here, you go through the community college. Majority of people get financial aid. Mm-hmm. So your classes are either paid for, you get the uh, EOP programs or and stuff crazy like that. cheap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then that helps pay for your books and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So when they go and work these part time jobs that everyone knows that you can pay minimum wage for working at any especially job in the mall, Best Buy, you're working at a Walmart, you can go and work 10, 15 hours a week to make enough money that just gets you by and be like, cool, here's my food money. Here's mm-hmm. if I want to go out to a bar money. This is what it is. So that people aren't taking pride because like, this is not what I'm going to be doing for the rest of my life, right? right? But them not knowing is what happens is you get in that mind frame when you start getting into the workforce, then that mind frame sticks with you. Mm-hmm. A little bit, yeah. Because by the time you actually get down with school, you're okay. Because this, if you're a person that's like, oh, I can go to my job, I can bitch complain, I can take any breaks. Like, you're the person that goes and takes three bathroom breaks. You're sitting there playing freaking Angry Birds or some shit on your phone. Yeah, while you're and taking then, a quote-unquote shit. Mm-hmm. And then you come out, like, all right, cool, I'm here. I'll right, see you guys later. And then, I was so drunk last night, I'm hungover shit today. Or, like, just doing this, right? So, when it comes down to it, you start I, – I, for me personally, like, even when I started, like, going out, partying and stuff like that, I noticed the change of – this is my lifestyle outside of school and responsibilities and how it starts blending into mm-hmm. the, my life of responsibilities. As I get older, now my work ethic is I don't like to let people down because mm-hmm. I've learned, I've grown over time. But here's the thing is I'm 32 now. I didn't start growing until about three years ago, right? Damn. To the, to the major point where it came down Starting to, to look the fact at the big picture. when you start yeah. looking at the big picture. And the reason what happened is I talked to a gentleman and he sat there and he's like, how old are you on blood? And I was like, man, I was like 28, 29. And he's like, he's like, how's your credit? How's this? And I'm like, it's all right. You know, I had a low credit score. He's like, he's like, man, that's my whip right here. He's like, about five years ago, I had a 510 credit score. I had no money into my name. I was working a little part-time job. I made a five-year plan. And this is what I wanted to do. I stuck to it. Got my credit score up. I started working on my shit. Got my car, got my house and started doing what I need to do. And so when you start doing that and you get to your head straight, it's just like, hey, 
me not knowing that I need to just go out and party with my friends. And like, if you're working your job and you want to just sit and chat with your friends instead of actually working and trying to get ahead and be able to get to that next position, what happens there is you're just, you're happy at, you're plateauing out at this, this level of fuck it. C's get your degrees. Yeah. C's get you by. And that's that that's that job frame. So when I started talking to him, I ended up doing it. I was like, okay, here's my thing now is it, it my work ethic now comes to the point being is I hate letting people down. Mm-hmm. Because what happens is when you let yourself down, if you if you have to go to your pocketbook, you got your friends that come over now. Hey, you guys want to go out and eat dinner? Hold on, let me check my bank account. Right? Now, if you would have just had a good work ethic and then you didn't get your you get your shifts dropped down at work because you had a bad work ethic, mm-hmm. you would have more money in your bank account. You would have to look at your bank account and be like, oh, no, I can't go unless you want to go to McDonald's you know, at the dollar menu or something. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that work ethic now taught me is just like, besides me, my alcohol, I got to have my top shelf. I can't drink that well shit. <laughs> no, I can't do it. Not at all. But. What ha- what had what had what had happened was is it allowed me to like sit there and look at your life. Most people don't think nowadays about anything else besides the present, as I've been saying. Is you have to think outside of just the present because you don't know where technology is going to take us. You don't know where this world is going to take us. You don't know how the actual because as we see in California, minimum wage by 2020, 2022, minimum wage would be fifteen dollars an hour. I saw somebody did a post of the Bernie Sanders uh, payment plans and how they're oh, going to do it, yeah. raising the taxes and things like that. For it. So when you're sitting there and you're wanting the, uh, the, the pay increase and then you want to go with the tax or, or the tax increases and things for it, by the time you get it, you're looking at only making about nine seventy five an hour after everything. Mm-hmm. So well, the they, whole increase and in everything that you're looking at for it doesn't make any sense. So you got to start planning for the future now and realizing that, hey, have fun. But plan to have fun with everything you do. Only way you can plan to do that is have a good enough work ethic, get the better shifts, do your job, show up to work without a bad attitude, especially mm-hmm. in our industry where you're serving people and you work off tips. If yeah. you come to work with a bad attitude and you feel entitled, people are not going to pay you because you feel entitled. It's not going to work out for you. Right? Yeah. When you're sitting there and you're saying, and you're like, hi, how are you doing today? Blah, blah, blah. It won't work out unless you actually are authentic about it, you have a good work ethic, and you want to be there. If right. you don't want to be there, find a job that you want to be at. It's a lot of mindset. It's a lot mm-hmm. of your like your mental game for damn sure. Yeah. Because if your mentality's off, like that's that's what I'm picking up a lot from what you're saying is like you always have to have that mental game strong, you know. And the same thing that you were saying, sweet Mike, as well, you know. Because if your mentality is off from the very beginning, then you're going about your day the wrong way. Mm-hmm. Like, well, was, yeah, it's it's just it's better for you too if you keep up. If you look at things kind of more really how they are, but be positive, like. Yeah, a lot of shit can suck, but you're like, hey, you know what? I'm doing the, like, you always got to look for, like, the little things. Always keep yourself positive. Puts you in a much better headspace. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Puts you in a better spot, and then they, then you're taking care of your mental health at the same time you're still taking mm-hmm. care of business. Yeah, then you don't need to take you, these the mental problem is, health things. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the thing is, too, is, like, the other part of the mental health thing is, like, they're not critically thinking about it. They're just hearing about it, and they're regurgitating because of the call response stuff. Yep. They're not yep. actually taking the time to truly think about what that's talking like about. how does that apply to like, me how oh, mental health it's like myself? oh i need to make myself feel good no no no. you gotta actually look at yourself see what you're doing and like actually try to like go about doing stuff to actually help yourself yeah you're not going to always be happy when you're taking care of your mental health sometimes mm-hmm. you got to do stupid bullshit for it but they're like no, no no i need to go i need to go to the beach i need to take today off of work i need to go to san francisco and mm-hmm. go to the beach for today and it's yeah. like that's not fixing your mental health at all yeah. that's just that's putting a that's, patch on it yeah, well, yes. and that's that's just a that's just a stopgap, and then it's also um, it's not even actually what it is you're saying. Yeah, what do you guys? What are your guys' opinion on this? Right, 
So we all have somebody that we know that works either in our office or they work with somebody that never pulls their weight in the job that you're working with them with, right? Mm -hmm. At that point being where it's just like you find yourself having to do somebody else's job, you either do it, your boss expects you to do it now, you don't get any kind of extra increase in pay, any respect or anything like that for it. You do the job because they say that it needs to be done. The other person that's there should be doing the job to help you out with it, but they don't do it. Are you the person that's going to be like, do you go above and talk to the next person in charge and be like, hey, such and such ain't doing this job. Y'all want me to do this one here. If you guys want me to do this on top extra, you got to pay me to do extra or you got to show me some kind of respect, put me in a position that puts me there to do it. Are you the person that's just like, I'm going to do the job and I'm just going to bitch and complain about the person? I'll just talk to them directly. So like if I was working side by side with someone and we're on the same exact job, we're making the same money and they're not pulling their weight, I'm going to ask them directly like straight up on the point. And if they want to give me flack about it and they want to take it to a higher power, that's fine. We can do that because my thing is with my work ethic is that I know what I'm doing down there. Mm -hmm. Like I know I'm doing my job well. I know I'm doing my job right. I've had people talk to me before in previous jobs, not even my current job now, but it's just like, oh, that's going to be a write-up or whatever. It's like, fucking write me up. I was like, I know what I'm doing. I know yeah, I'm doing yeah. my job right. Like, I am not. That's not an intimidating factor for me because I know that my work ethic is strong enough that I'm doing the job that I need to do the way it needs to be done. Yeah. You know? But, I mean, you have that point being because it's not them that everyone wants to take, well, wants to, take to the next higher power. Right. Those are those people that are like, this is my They're job. Coast. I'm coasting through it. Mm -hmm. I don't have to do it. And then you're sitting there because you're going you're gonna to do it like like – like, let's say like, you were sitting there serving coffee, right? You had a bunch of people going through, right? Mm -hmm. And then you have the other guy that's sitting in the back, and then he's slowly doing the job. Like, right. he's bringing up the stuff that you need. Right. One, I'm, like, like, you got to bitch He better have him. some good-ass jokes. Right? <laughs> right. <laughs> Make me laugh during my shift. <laughs> but, like, when it comes down to it, it's just like, you either have to, because even if you confront him, because most people that you confront in those situations, one will just end up talking shit about you to another coworker. And then you have that whole just mm -hmm. stupid ass work stuff in the, in, the, in the workplace. Right. But the other part being is like you have to have the job done. Right. So I, no matter what. And then now when you're starting to do the job and the boss sees you doing the job, they're like, OK, cool. Now this is your responsibility to do the job. And the other person has less to, right. have to actually do. They so start it's to just put like, more responsibility on you, basically. Yeah, they start expecting more. Expecting more. Getting paid the exact same to do your job and somebody else's job at the mm -hmm. same time. Do you stick around at that job and go through that? Because, again, you talking to the person didn't work out. Right. You talking to the boss now doesn't work out because they're saying that, hey. That's what you do now. That's what you're doing now. And if you got to do it or right. deal with it kind of a thing. But I guess my so. thing with that is, like, I'm not going to, like, push myself any more past the point that I'm already going to work at just because they're slacking. You know what I mean? Because I've actually had common, uh, like a lot of things that that happened with myself where it's just like, there's a certain job, like, hey, this is a lot to get done. There's no way I'm getting this done. I'm informing all y'all that this is what's taking place. I'm off at three. It's 2.45. This it's is on 30, you guys. Yeah. This is a 30 minute job. I'm going to do what I can in the next 15 minutes. And if there's still hella boxes back here that need to be stocked up and it's not done yet, y'all already you. know. Yeah. I've informed you. You know what I mean? Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. your problem at this point, you yeah. know? And I can leave my job happily knowing that I did my job well. And if they don't, you know, if they didn't want to help me during that time period, that's on you. Like yeah. you said, sweet Mike, Some that's places, on you. Though, when you look at it, though, you leave your job, you're happy you did a great job, but you're going to get a phone call. Why didn't you do this before you left? But, hey, I'm saying this happens a lot in the workplace. Oh, I know. Really does, oh, yeah. I know. So, like, well, yeah, that's the other problem, too, is there's no, like, off. I mean, there's off the clock, but with everyone having cell phones, mm -hmm. there's no, that's the problem with the, they call it the work-life balance. Mm -hmm. It's way easier to get a hold of people that are off, off of work. Like, hey, could you look at this real quick? And it's like, 
Dude, mm-hmm. no, I'm at home. Yeah, like I'm off the clock right now. Right. And so there's a lot of people that'll do it, and I'm just like, like so, going back to your question, you know, are you gonna do the extra work, or are you gonna talk to the next person up? So I've I kind of done something similar where. I mean, I actually like the person that I had that kind of situation with. I just realized they worked in a totally different way that I did, mm-hmm. and they weren't liking to make calls. And so I was like, you know what? It's going to come back down on me anyways. And so, okay, just let me know what you're doing. Okay, I get what you're doing. You like, I was like kind of in a different kind of role. So I'm like, okay, you're doing this more like this, and I have to do this. So fuck it. Okay, this is how you do things. I'll see that, and then I'll work off of that. So mm-hmm. I understood it. Like sometimes it can also just be a different style of doing stuff. Um, but that's not always the case, but in that way, I, ha- I kind of got that. So I was like, okay, so it was, it's frustrating. So I basically just did it. But after that experience, having done all that, like a couple extra things here and there, like picking up this, picking up that, picking up that now with that kind of knowledge and shit, I don't do that anymore. Like I have all this knowledge to do these things. So I did make it easier for the people I work around that ha- are in mm-hmm. like those kind of positions. But if they ever try to put that responsibility, I'm like, nope, this is my responsibility. Like I'm not being I do I do these things, little little things that are extra. Yeah. Like extra, extra to help you guys out. But it, as soon as you start to say that I have to do that or that it's that that's part of my no no no. That's yeah. not how this works. I'm doing you a favor right now. If yeah. you're gonna try and make this a mandatory responsibility, that's a, that's above mm-hmm. my pay grade. Right. Now yep. do you think that it just depends on the job type that you have though? Um, I mean, and like, like, cause well, I, I, as, as you start to talk to more and more people, cause like, I guess technically I'm a specialist now at this point, cause I've been bartending for a minute and I've done a bunch of different yeah. positions in there, um, with this kind of knowledge and stuff, like the more you start to see certain specialists, they also are like, no, this is, this is what I'm paid to do. Yeah. I'm good at this and this is what I'm doing. And so you fi- finally start to see it's. I kind of gained a lot more confidence in myself and you find the same thing kind of with some of these specialists. Cause I've talked to people in other things and they're like, Nope, after I learned how to do this and I was like, boom, top of the line. Or I realized that I was doing all this and the peer person above me didn't know crap all about it. Yeah. They're like, no, I'm going to make sure I get treated right. I'm going to do what I want to do. I know what I need to do yeah. to make this job actually work. And so I, I think I've, I've started to see in specialists more, this more confidence. It's like, they don't put up with that kind of stuff mm-hmm. anymore. So you're, you're right. going to get less of this, like, you know your value. Yeah. No, yeah. I was going to say that the exact that same thing because I work with people who will instant message me and be like, I need help. And in my head, I'm like, you get paid more than I do. Yeah. Like, how are you? How yeah. the hell are you asking me for help on things that I figured you would know? Because not only do you get paid more than I do, you're above me. In that kind of position. Yeah. In that kind of position. And it's like, it's weird to me because... It also comes for for me for something like that. It comes to how they, they got there they too. Add, well, how they well how they no that's that's a different area too. But also, if I'm asked for help, for something that gets paid more, like depending on how they talk to me, if they're like more like on a peer level, I'm more willing to. But yeah, definitely. So I do have both though. Yeah, I have on a peer level and also on people who kind of know you, and they know that you know the answer, so they they'll come to you, and it's it to me is just mind blowing because. I work my ass off in mm-hmm. my position and I know your position only requires let's get this money. Basically yeah, yeah, yeah. you grind, 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 get this money for our company. But when the situation comes up that you need to figure out how to get through it, you're going to, you're going to push that on someone else. Cause you don't know how to do it. Yeah. 
And that's one thing that I... And you're in the spot and to... Then take, you're in the you're spot reaping to, all the benefits of the other, yeah. And no one's ever going to know that you actually fixed that... Issue. Issue, but they took all the credit. Does that... Mm-hmm. Mean, no, 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 no. I totally get oh. you. Because, yeah, you're in that and specific I feel like type. A lot I, of, I knew... Oh, yeah. A lot of yeah. big companies... Have, I've, have, I've no, seen yeah, that. Have, that's, that's, so that's part of the problem with corporate structure. That's one yeah. of the reasons why I don't like it as much. Because you can get, you can get games. It's oh, a, yeah. It's a political machinations game kind of a thing. And it's mm-hmm. like way too Machiavellian. We're like, oh, well, boom. Yeah, I did this. And then it, it doesn't come up that they are short of what they're supposed to do and their specialty and their, their ability until they get too high. It's, what was it? It's a, uh, it's a certain phrase for, um, falling upwards. Yeah. Failing yeah. upwards or whatever. Fa- yeah. Being incompetent, yeah. but being in the right spot and taking the credit in the right ways. And mm-hmm. you'll go to a certain point and then you can't go any higher because you're actually incompetent. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. You weren't ever supposed to be there to start yeah. with really. But you took, yeah, you, you, and that's yeah. the thing. I know a few people that are like that. Like mm-hmm. dude, they give them so the corporate companies, give them so much tools. That yeah, actually, you, get that, that, you get that everywhere. Too. Yeah. You get, you, you're really good at one specific thing that let's say for a corporate company, you're making all this money for that specific, you know, let, let's just say you guys are good at talking to people and, and, and convincing them to buy this. But when, as soon as you get like to a certain point where you have to fix an issue for that person or a bunch of other things come up, you have nowhere to turn but to one person. Right. And then everyone applauds you for fixing that person and then keeping that person there like a customer or something along those lines that is making money, you know? Mm-hmm. No one knew that you behind we're, the scenes were the did, orchestrator. Yeah. Exactly, mm-hmm. that you did all the work. Yeah, yeah. Are you talking about like faking it till you make it? That, no, it's no, just no, no, doing no, no, the no, job. It's actually like you're, you're, you're showing yeah, great work yeah. ethic. Yeah, because so that's like no, I'm talking about the higher ups that you guys are talking about. Well, no, even because that's what it is with a lot of the higher ups. Like they they know that they have to get it done. They're the higher ups are told that they have to have the job done, and then they're sitting there stressing about getting the job done and then somebody else that is below them steps up, does the job for them. Then they or they ask the them to help do it. To help yeah. out. Mm-hmm. But then you get no credit for it. It's the person that's like, oh, that's why we put you in charge. Because certain, like, the people. certain middle managers yeah. and stuff mm-hmm. or, right. or super account yeah. people and right. stuff. And it's but like, that's oh, why yeah. I hate micromanagement. Oh, wait. So wait, how do, how do I do this? Well, you go like this. Well, so then how would you do Well, okay, here. This is how you, let me talk to him. Let me figure this out. Mm-hmm. Then you squared away and the guy above you is like, who asked you? It's all, it's like, oh, because it was his project beforehand. Right, right, no right. one knows that you got the helping the hand done. from someone else. The job's done. You did it. Great job, you. Right. M- fuck X, because why the fuck do I care about X? Yeah. What's X? It's like, well, X did everything. So far down the total But pole. because Y talked to X, no one knows because it's only that little avenue. Mm-hmm. And Y gets all the benefits. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck is X? Yep. So do you think that's a good work ethic? Well, the problem is, is, um, well, that's, that kind of comes back to what I w- what we were talking about with like the workforce is, is different today than it was in the past, right. where putting that hard work in doesn't necessarily come back to you. Right. So that's why whenever I work, it's not for any specific thing other than myself. That's what so I was saying. So it all too, comes yeah. back to me. Like if I'm happy with the work I'm putting out and then people, people know too, when you put out mm-hmm. good work oh, yeah. and they know you. So mm-hmm. that's They'll what I'm working it. for. And so I'll put, I'll put work into stuff that's not going to necessarily benefit me like it should but at a certain point at a certain level i don't like right. i'm like yeah no man this isn't like i i get what you're trying to do like i'll, I'll do a certain amount of help for you but this is going to do all this help for you and nothing's coming my way not even like right. thanks from you like yeah. but i think that comes down to a lot is when you've done it so many times before 
that once you finally get to the point being at a jo- another job that you start up and you do it and you're just like, nah, man, last time I did some shit like this, it just came down to the point being where I wasn't respected. Yeah. I was taken advantage of. You had me doing somebody else's work, doing all this extra stuff that was not in the actual job title that I signed up for. So now instead of me getting taken advantage of and stressing myself out so much more, mm-hmm. why am I going to do this with not knowing what I'm getting back in return? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, so you have that issue, though, yeah, where it's like it. you still have a work ethic, and that's not, like a, that's not even like a work ethic. That's like an actual business ethics kind of mm-hmm. more question where it's like should businesses be able to do this kind of crap still? Because it's like it, it totally takes advantage of work ethic really in a way. Does, yeah. And it's like a good work – That's and yeah, that's, it comes back to that crux of the workforce is just so different today that it doesn't – truly reward the hard workers anymore mm-hmm. it, re- it rewards whoever's on the, the back end whoever gets all the cash at the end yeah exactly. whoever's, which is, which whoever, is the whoever's making the company look good yeah yep. whoever's or, making, or you're making the company or making the company the company gets money yep money. if you're making the company look good make money um let's just say whatever their graph is like scores are high or sales are high whatever, whatever they have it is, to go off whatever of, yeah. it has to go off of to make them look profitable you're you're in the golden seat basically yeah. at that point mm-hmm. regardless of how you got there because some of these motherfuckers shouldn't mm-hmm. have been there in the first place yep. Ooh, a lot of people shouldn't get those positions that bro they i'm have. about to get hot right now because <laughs> i'm just trying to hold my tongue back we have things especially like when you let's say you're looking at uh businesses that start up and then they just become sensations mm. very quickly right mm. so in order to do that they start building new positions yep and then they're putting people into positions thinking that they can handle the jobs because they've shown some kind of characteristics that they can handle these things. But when they get put into these positions, not knowing exactly what's going to happen in those positions for it, they're sitting there now delegating it. They're getting skating by like mm-hmm. somebody that is in a high school job or a college job that they're just here to get collect your money and do it for as long as possible until you can move on to something else when it's not beneficial for you anymore. But at that same time, it's everybody that's below you now is becoming jaded to the work industry because you have now been taking advantage of so much. Everything is put on your shoulders. It's like, hey, you did amazing this month. You did amazing this month. You helped us out with this. This is the first thing you did wrong. You do it again. We're firing you. Yeah, yeah. There's no, yeah. There's no give and take anymore. It, mm-hmm. It's it. It all. The problem is, it's also it's less human and it's more numbers based. It's all data, so there's more disconnect, and it's like, oh, this is good. This is good. But they don't. And the problem is, is they don't uh, evaluate or numericize for lack of an actual word, <laughs> the value that you add with Quantified. all those positive things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the word. Quantify, numericize. <laughs> I, I, I like that. Think. I like that. <laughs> Quantize, <Yeah>. numericize. Uh, <laughs> Quantize and numericize. <laughs> you don't numericize the good things I do. <laughs> but yeah, that's a promise. They'll have that where they don't, they don't truly put into value what you brought to the company. Mm-hmm. But as soon as you do something bad, they'll, they have a valuation for that. And they're like, oh, no, nope, can't let that happen again. And it's like, what about this? What about that? They're like, oh, well, that was cool. Right. And he's like, what the fuck? And then if you actually value, evaluated that and quantified it. Right. But no one does that. Yep. I mean, that's like for me, it's like things like I could say like. Now uh, I sound like a jaded work ethic guy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Are you sure you have a good work ethic? <laughs> <laughs> Mike, I say I've known Mike for a long Long minute. He's old. He a long <laughs> time. I, <think> I, first, <laughs> I first met Mike when he worked at the other spot where he was a bouncer. Yeah. Bouncer than bartender. Me? Mm-hmm. I was never a bouncer. 
Weren't you at the door for no, a minute? he just always came nope. to the door and went oh. back behind the bar. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just remember him one time, the first you time knew I turned him 21. You management, basically. Uh, probably. And then yeah. he just made, he gave me a picture of AMF when I first turned 21. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I remember. He, while, he, while he walked away, he said, adios, motherfucker. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> but, so, oh, good times. I mean, what do you guys think? That brick is, wall. Uh, Let's say, what do you guys think is a good quality of work ethic that you do in your everyday job? What do you guys think you do that's positive that you may, that maybe even just like rubs off into somebody else that you do that thinks that they can help out somebody else that you're there for? So here's, here, this way I'm going to uh, put it. I'm going to read this off real quick. Are you trying to like kind of quantify? So, yeah. yeah. So what, so what I'm trying to say is like right here. I was looking at uh, this, this definition. You like that word, huh? <laughs> no, I like that word. I, I, I knew that word too, but I couldn't. So, my point being right here, okay? So, yeah. we're going to read this off of what the definition of what good work ethic is. And then mm-hmm. let's say something that you guys do. That falls in that line. That falls in this line of your jobs, okay? A good work ethic is a strong work ethic is an important part of being successful in your career. Work ethic is a set of values based on the ideas of discipline and hard work. Forming good habits such as focusing, staying motivated, finishing tasks immediately, and more helps to create a good work ethic that will impress the employers. Okay. See, okay. this is something, and I'm just going to throw this out here. I'm not speaking for everybody on this cast right now. I'm just speaking for myself. But it's kind of like that thing, like don't do things with expectations because you're just going to become disappointed at some point yeah. in time. I don't work hard or have a good work ethic at my job because I'm looking for praise or recognition. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the point for me. It's more from the self. It's for myself. Like you were saying, I do it for myself. You know what I mean? Because I'm taking pride in what I'm doing, mm-hmm. even if it's fucking digging a ditch. Which well, the best I hope to God no one's digging yeah. ditches for work because that shit sucks. Well, <laughs> yeah. People are, but... People are, you know? But yeah, no, yeah, that, that con... Because when you do it for yourself, because you know you can take that... Right. You take that knowledge of what you're doing and of, of the knowledge of what you're actually doing mm-hmm. and that you put pride in your work. You can take that anywhere. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and don't get me wrong. Like, I love recognition. You know, when my manager oh, yeah. hits me up and be like, hey, dude, I've it been makes, getting great It makes reports. a world of difference. Yeah. Like, I've recognized. been getting great reports. You know, Morning Caleb is a totally different story. Like, that's cool. I love that. You know what I mean? But I'm not doing it for that. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not expecting that. Mm-hmm. You know, so for me, it's just I'm just going down there to do my good, my job, do it the right way. But I also look at the fact of just like, I'm trying to look out for my coworkers. Like, I'm not trying to make my time down there become a burden on somebody else. You know, Mm -hmm. you kind of said this also, like, I'm not trying to let nobody down. And if I'm down there being lazy as shit because I'm hungover or whatever else, and like, I don't do my job properly, and I set everyone else up for failure because I'm just being a bitch, that's not okay with me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to do that to nobody else. Like, I'm not trying to allow my job become a burden on somebody else because we all being down there being paid. Like, Mm -hmm. no Mm -hmm. one told you you had to show up to work. You showed up to work because you wanted to make money. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So let's make this money. Money should never be the core value of doing your job. The core focus. I mean, just like for me, like, in my jobs for, if I go down... I mean, unless you volunteer, and I'm not down there just to volunteer. I'm down there to make a paycheck. (laughs) (laughs) But that's not the core value. Even before I was management doing my jobs. Mm Mm-hmm. If I went down there and I saw somebody that was either definitely overburdened or needed extra help in, in our positional jobs worth either doing like apartment complex management, bartending, anything like that, it's, if you need some help, hey, do you need some help? Like, I know I'm not. I'll help I, you out. I'll, let me just help you out. Right. Like, I don't want to. I'm not here to do it. Take money. I'm not doing this yeah. one here. I want to make sure that you're not stressed oh, out. Yeah. You're having a good time. Customers having a good time. Help you out. Whatever. You can buy me a drink or something like that if yeah, you want yeah. to. I feel Next that. I work. see you. And we do it. But 
a camaraderie. That it, it's, it's just yeah. like I've worked off the clock a lot just for that same reason, you know. Yeah, I mean, so it's like we do things like that, and it's just like I think that people just need to really just sit down and just like, hey, are you gonna be a bitch? <laughs> <laughs> if you're gonna be a bitch, you gonna get treated like one at work by everybody, and I'm the type of person that. I'm not going to do it just to make you feel shame by anybody else, but I'm going to tell you straight up, you have a shitty work ethic. Mm -hmm. You need to fix your shit. If you don't fix your shit, then you're going to set your own self up for failure. And if what happens next is your own fucking fault. Well, yeah. And that's, that's one thing too, that, uh, you know, you realize it's, it's a critique that you got to give out. Sometimes people don't want to be like real with people, but sometimes like, Hey, this is your wake up call. Like Mm -hmm. you fucking this up. Like, think about it. And so you're actually doing them a great service Yeah. if they're actually being receptive and listening. It's like, the problem is, is like, a lot of people don't like to do it, so they shy away. So a lot of people take critiques to heart. Mm-hmm. Yep. Which, I mean, I still take critiques to heart, but at the same time, like, I know that they're not meant to be. Mm-hmm. So it changes place, it yeah. up. Yeah. yeah. And so the problem is, like, that is so much more effective than the way people like to pussyfoot around things. Like, yeah. the whole HR oh, yeah, yeah, concept. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. my God, bro. Bush, bro. But my thing is, like, if you are mature enough to take a critique, you know, a certain way, and especially the person who's giving it to you, I feel like most of the times they will give it to you in a certain way where they know you. Because um, I feel like a lot of times nowadays, like, you might take a critique different than, yeah. than Mike well, or than see, Mark. Like, Mark, Mike, Mark likes being straight up with you. I'll be blunt in the Exactly. Yeah. But you can't be blunt with someone else either. But see here, well, no, you no. have to flex your own. You have to flex your way to talk to certain people to get the message across. Because mm-hmm. you can be blunt with me. Because I like being. I like when people are blunt with me. But you can't be straight up blunt with someone who is very sensitive with a their emotions. S- you, yeah, you can. A certain degree. You yes, you can. You gotta, yes, you can. You can, but that you they're not going to take the degree. It the they yeah. might not hey. be receptive yes. to it as well. See, well not here's, gonna, the, here's the point on what you're saying right there, where you say, I cannot be blunt. <laughs> He's like, let me be blunt real quick. Let me be straight <laughs> fucking blunt with you and anybody that ever crosses my path. One right here is your friends are your friends for a reason because they can handle the type of person you are. We're not no talking matter, about but friends, no, right, though. No, but they're right here. So yeah. I take the thing where it is my friendship because it's the same personality I am as a boss. If I am above you and the job needs to be done, I'm going to be blunt because the moment that you're not blunt with somebody, and you try to be, hold on, you try to be friends or you try to basically pussyfoot around, as we were talking about earlier, you don't get the direct message. So when they come back there, you give them room to interpret what has to be done. Oh. So yeah. if you're so if you are now in the job with somebody and you're sitting there talking to your friend, be like, fucking uh, Jake was over here and he's not doing it. He's making all of our jobs harder, blah, blah, blah. And you're sitting here talking to your your coworkers and shit about it. And you don't talk to fucking Jake about it. The room for interpretation is saying, hey, I'm doing fucking great today. I'm doing amazing. My job, I'm like, because he's maybe doing 10 percent more on that day than he has done any other day. But he's still fucking up. And you guys are just sitting here talking to each other about it. You are not you are not solving anything. You're adding more to the problem because now you guys are causing conflict in the work because you guys are talking shit. Now you guys are segregating somebody else in that workplace instead of basically help trying to set them up. You got to go straight. Be blunt. Hey, Jake, you're fucking up. You need to do this shit. And I'm not trying to come at you as an asshole, but you're making our shit harder for us today. You're talking well, okay, more from like an up talking down, no, right? Yeah, there. that's what I'm talking so about. I'm, t- I'm talking different. about like, uh, like let's say, for example. I was literally in a leadership role before. Okay, let's and do it so this I way. I kind of noticed. Okay, let's do it this way. Let's just say, Mike, you have, you have to talk to Mark and I. 
I'm more of a sensitive type of person who, like, if you you said something to me like, yo, hey, you're fucking up, dude. What what are you doing here? Like, get shit done. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Like, you you, you trying to motivate me at the same time. And I take the, that's Mark's way. Let's just say that's Mark's. Like, yeah, yeah, you yeah. talk to Mark that way. I'm not that way. If you came up to me and, and so be like, I, and, you, and you flex the way your tone of voice, one, two, the way that you, you presented the situation. Hey, I pop know. up and be like, Hey, are you, are you okay today? Exactly. Yeah, you well, start off by, okay. Cause you just seem a little off today. Like right yeah, now we're lagging, blah, blah. Yeah, pussy footers, bro. No, bunch but, of fucking pussy footers. And that's the thing though. That's what I'm saying right there. You catch the HR case though. W-A-F-T, you fucking soft. No, no, there's, there's a couple ways though. There's a couple ways. There's a couple ways to present. No, no, cause some, some, no, cause you also, you're talking about the people that are the cases that need to be told what the fuck and to wake up. Yeah. There are sometimes there is like stuff there is yeah. a time that you're going to, if you are in the middle, if let's say you're working at a restaurant, right? You're the manager on shift at a restaurant <laughs> and you got somebody that's fucking sensitive why you're working at a restaurant and you got a packed full restaurant. You can't come up. Oh, it's you first having, day. you having a problem. Yeah. No, here's my point. Yeah, exactly. Oh, you're having a problem. Oh, is everything all right? Oh, your girlfriend's at home. You guys are having a relationship. Get the fuck to work. Yeah. I'm not going to say it like that. Here's the point being, I'm not going to come off disrespectful, but I will come off as blunt as possible because here's the thing is if I'm the person that's above you, there's somebody else that's above me that will fire you before I can fire you or tell me to fire you because you're sitting here pussyfooting around. Okay. So the whole point being is it's not being, you can be blunt to somebody. You don't have to be an asshole. Somebody (laughs) just like when you just said that you were going to, you're going to say exactly (laughs) the same way. So then you're going to catch an HR case. Yes, you will. The only way you catch an HR case is you say something sexist. No, no, I'm not going to cuss you out. No, you don't have to nowadays. No, you don't. No, you don't. I will guarantee you. So tell me something. Your tone of voice, your tone of voice. You cannot get fired. You cannot get an HR case for your tone of voice. Yes, you can. No, you cannot. Yes, you can. Someone can go. Someone can literally go to HR so if I'm and be like, and hey, yelling at you, yes. And then be like, hey, I didn't like the way Mark said this, this, and this to me. That's an HR case already. No. See, and I can't so take that. Here's separate. my point being what the fuck you do to get talked to like that? <laughs> All right. So, no. Just I'm like just saying, day, no. like, <laughs> shit is like this I'm nowadays. A, I'm going to put an experience with me and Orlando <laughs> right here. Me and Orlando the other day, right? No, you know what? No, right now. Me and Orlando the other day, right? We were working at the bar. He said he wanted to work at the the lower bar with me inside of the upper bar. If I'm busy at this other bar, he want I swear he's gonna walk out on me the other day. <laughs> I don't care. Here's my point being when I'm here, if I'm giving up either my weekend or I'm giving up my time to be at a job that we're doing, you are here to work, we're here to work, we need to do our shit, right? So when we're sitting here talking, and just like I was talking to another person the other day, it's like, hey, it's busy. Stop moving so fucking slow, get to work, move faster, do this. Stop talking to people. This is the things I'm doing. It's not because you got, you're, I'm not going to, I'm blunt. This is what I'm going to say. Because if I can go over there, it's like, hey, why are you moving? If I come to you, like, why are you moving so slow? One, that's taking another five seconds off of my fucking time that I'm not making money. Yeah, but you know, the thing is, though, that he's bringing up is that's a different environment, though. Uh, that that mm-hmm. environment's but, um, high intensity, high stress, constant. Well, like, High medium stress. I don't even know what the fuck to classify. I mean, the way construction shit. workers so, talk to each other is a lot different than the fucking yeah. people that I work yeah. with. So, but I mean, yeah. it is slightly because because at, at our spot we have no time for bullshit because things need to get done. So mm-hmm. that's a different environment where that is like boom, and then after the fact, it'd be like, hey, didn't mean to yell at you that way, but we need to get shit done, kind of a thing. But see, here's my thing: is like uh, when I do it. So the like, environment, people are also the, more receptive to that because it's a thing. So let's say let's let's say we're working at a Target, okay? Yeah. And we're sitting here, and let's say I'm your supervisor at Target, and then I come over here, and you're supposed to be doing a floor plan, right, and moving shit, and then you're just sitting here 
moving hella slow, putting your stuff just fucking on your phone and stuff. I'm not going to come over to you like, hey, man, why are you on your phone? I'm going to come over like, hey, what are you doing? Are you at work or are you over here talking on your social media? What are you supposed to be here doing today? Now, if you're going to go talk to HR, oh, he came to me, he said, sensitive ass, get the fuck out of here. Well, see, go well, get a different job. But that's what I'm saying, though. Like, Because in the bar, that same thing would be, what the fuck are you doing on your phone? Get back to work. But see, I wouldn't say but fuck. But at Target, well, that's I what I'm saying. I'm saying, I'm saying, no, no, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Was what you were f- forgetting and pulling out was that the environment's different, so it makes for mm-hmm. a different engagement. But see, I, I couldn't do it that way. Well, not even environment. I think what this is my personal opinion. Y'all can say what you want. I think what Orlando was trying to say is that everyone is receptive to different ways Styles. of and how they're yeah. talked to mm-hmm. like you might want to just talk to everyone like that but not everyone's like you you know what yeah. I mean? that's the point and, you, and so i might come mm-hmm. to you and be like hey dude we can't have this shit right now i really need you to just be in this position i need mm-hmm. you to do your job it is what it fucking is you know maybe not saying fucking or whatever but it is what it is like i need you to do this because i can talk to that person that way other people i mean like look it's really important that you stay where you're at right now because if you're not where you're at right now, then I can't do my job. Yeah, and I don't know what's going on with your what job. I was, you know what I, mean? what I, so was I just really to, need yeah. you to understand that that's really important for you right what now. What I was trying to say you is know? you can be blunt, but you have to flex your wording. You can't just, for you the can't, person. exactly, you for that person. You have to know person. your audience if you're going to lead. Exactly. Yeah. That's what I was trying to get. You can't just straight up be like, yo, why are you fucking moving too slow? Let's go, let's go, let's go. Because someone's going to take that shit and be like, Fuck you. Fuck you, dude. I am working. They might yep. be a little slow. You know what the fuck? Whatever. But someone might take that differently, yeah. and, and they're actually working to their <laughs> best advantage. Mark might not Soft agree with this shit. shit, bro. No, no, no. I feel, okay, I'm, so dude, you I'm can go to work with, with someone. You, you can go to some. You can go work with someone, and they can think you're here's soft no, as shit. Here's my point being right now. Template. Let's say, like, for me, I'm in management, right? I go and talk to you. I know how to talk to people. I know how to read people. I know yeah. how to make sure I can talk to you in a way that you can talk to. I can be blunt with you in a nice way, but I will still be straight up blunt about being with you, blunt. right? Yeah. Now, I had no another person that goes at another bar that manages, and then their dude will just have a bad day and be a total asshole. He'd be mm-hmm. blunt, but he'd be a total asshole about it. Yeah. That's totally different because that now is overstepping the bounds of true management and the actual portion of what you're supposed to be doing in that position. Mm-hmm. But when I'm sitting here, like uh, like restaurants, you can do fast food, you can do uh, corporate, you can do corporate. Anything with corporate yeah, 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 is yeah. the same thing. It's like if I'm sitting here, and if the way is if you are too soft with people and you're not blunt with people, you give them room to interpret. So that room to interpret will cost somebody their job or cost you your job in the long run. Because what's happening now is let's say you have a supervisor that they come and sit you down in the office. Hey, man, like, what are you doing? What's going on with you today? Oh, well, this, 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 this. I'm having a problem mm-hmm. at home. Blah, 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 blah. Okay, well, you know, like, your, your, your numbers and things aren't quite right right now. And, like, you really need to start working on it. Okay, cool. So that room for interpret is like, oh, man, I appreciate that. I hey, mean, I hope things are going well with you at home. Go back to your desk and get to it, right? You now do that. You're saying, well, hey, see, your rooms are. Footing, but right here. It's not yeah. quite right. Are but, they right or are they wrong? So, you know, yeah, that's exactly. But here's footing. the other thing is like, you're not saying, hey, your numbers are supposed to be right here right now. I saw you're supposed to take 20 calls already by the day. You've taken five calls on the day. What's going on? Okay. You have a goal that you're set here. Mm-hmm. If you have stuff going on at home and you need to go home, leave it at the door. You got to leave it at the door. Same thing is if you go to work sick, you go mm-hmm. to work anything, you go to work mad, you got some problems at home, I'll go to work mad as shit or sick as shit. The moment I push the thing on the clock, I put a smile on my face and I get to work. Yeah. That's okay? also, that's, uh, that is kind of a more unique skill for service industry, though. 
But that's just, uh, I've done that in everything I've ever done. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. work ethic. Well, yeah, but, uh, mostly. Ha- Some people, it's a little different. But I will say it's also, that's that's another very useful way to be in our, in our service industry. Because mm-hmm. I've talked to people, and they're like, they can't do it. And it's, it's frustrating. But it's also, I think, part of it is our mentality of, like, you know what? I'm not going to sweat the small stuff because you can only do so much. So that also makes us more, Dude, I don't know. I got a call saying a relative died and is dying while I'm at work. I'm like, oh, okay, cool. I can't do absolutely nothing about, about it at that time. If you say, hey, I got a breakdown and you can't handle your business, I understand some people are extra sensitive. Do whatever you got to do. That's the way society is say. Everybody's fucking sensitive. Be fucking sensitive. That's what you want to do. But you need to go put yourself in a job that allows you to be sensitive. Go work for fucking Teletubbies or something. <laughs> Stop that bullshit. Okay. I don't mean to be an asshole. I am an asshole. I tell all my friends, I'm an asshole. You can either be around me, you cannot be around me. But the whole point being is if you your work ethic is going to be defined in the position that you're in and the people that are around you. If the people above you don't have a good work ethic, you're going to feed off of their work ethic. Mm-hmm. And, and whatever help, yeah. that they're doing that they're saying is not acceptable, but they're doing it, you're going to do it as well because now you're finding that acceptable because that is what you're oh, being yeah. shown. You mm-hmm. got to lead by okay? example. Yeah. So my point being is if you're sitting here, you're being told doing something a certain way and you're working with your coworkers and your coworkers are doing something a certain way that, and you were told that you were supposed to do it a certain way with being pussyfooted around or however else you want to say it that's more fucking politically correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to talk to your coworkers on that same level or you're just going to be like, oh, like you said, you're going to be on that gossip factor. And, and you're never going to get anything done on a gossip factor that allows you to be able to actually improve your work situation. Because I think a lot of the time is, is, hey, some people will get offended right off the back where you come and talk to them and be like, hey, you're not doing your job right. You should start to step up your game. Or if you don't figure it out, go talk to somebody that can help you out with it. Right. You're going to get offended at first, but then the moment you step up your game and then, hey, next time you're sitting there, you step your game up, you get a pay raise, you're going to be like, hey, man, I appreciate you for doing that for yep. me. Not everybody's going to do that because some people are just assholes. Okay. Yeah. But you have to be blunt in anything, especially when it comes to work. If it comes to anything else, if you if you guys are dealing with friends, you're dealing with anything outside of a workplace, you, you can be whatever else. But in a work situation, it should always be blunt in a way that you talk to somebody, that it gets a point across straight without having any room for interpretation that allows you to succeed in the position that you're in. Well, I think also um, me and you look at work kind of different. When you're there, you're, you're there to work. And it's that like, yeah, like, everybody no, looks at it. They look at the same thing. Well, right? I mean, some people don't like, I know people that are like, Hey, I'm friends with you. You're technically a position above me. Um, I've never had an issue with you. And if, if you were to talk to me like, Hey, what the fuck you do? I mean, it's never happened, but Hey, what the fuck you do? I'd be like, Oh yeah, let me get back to work. Like it's, it's not even a thing. Cause it's like, it's when like you're at work, you you're, you're at work. Yeah. You know, you're there to work. You're not there to fuck around. Yeah. Yeah. But I, that also depends on. So the we per- have a kind of different yeah. way of looking at it. I, I, I know, I know exactly what you guys mean because I also have someone that I work with who's like that, who's like, I understand why they do these things, because they're also above me, but then, it's weird because when they, well, not weird, but, you know, when you're slacking off and they come up to you and like, yo, what the fuck. Yeah. Like, I get it. Like, get back to work, dude. Like, yeah, let's yeah, yeah. go. Like, or when they have to do something in their role to get your attention. For example, like a write up. Yeah. If they have to write you up, 
I'm not gonna hold that against them. Yeah, like I know work. exactly. That's work one. We're two. still friends, and but we're friends. Exactly. But and at work, we're, we're it's work, work related. Work. Yeah. And it's like, and it's like and some people. Yeah, some people can't switch. And that. they can't. They take dif- it personal. Yeah, they take it personal. Like, dude, what the fuck? You, I, I thought we were cool. You know. And I get what you're saying too. You mm-hmm. got to be blunt and straight up. And every situation is different mm-hmm. depending on the person too. So. I think a lot of it has to just do with flexing the way you are going to talk to that specific person. Yeah. Well, I mean, also at the same time, um, you're in a much more corporate structure of mm-hmm. a place. So that really changes the way. Yes, you it does. Because there's so many steps you have to go through first you know before what? getting someone written Orlando, up or the funny thing know. right now, Orlando, right, is the, the position that you're in in your job. Right. I worked at the same company. Okay. And in this situation is I, w- I went through four supervisors in a year that I was there. Okay. So every one of my supervisors were always the ones that were sensitive. I want to be your friend and I want to be your boss. Okay. They were the ones that were like not blunt and this is what you need to do. Mm-hmm. So when you get hired on, they're saying, here it is. This is what your goal is. Hit your goals. You've got to go over to this other position, which then allows you to make other type of calls to be able to get different types of money, right? Yeah. So when you're sitting here and you're doing the job, right, and you miss it one, you go to your meeting, you sit there talk, it's like, hey, so blah, 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 this is how it is. You kind of did this wrong. You should probably try to do some other things this way. Go back out there, you'll know you'll kill it. And then you go and finally hit those goals that you're going to want to say, and the person that wasn't blunt with you about what your job role is and what you're supposed to be doing in that situation, what that led to me is, hey, I hit my goals a month ago. Where's this other position I was supposed to get? Oh, you were supposed to apply for that, and then you didn't hit your goals this month, so now you got to start all the way over. So I just tried for 90 for the last three months. Yeah. Got all my shit up, but you were pussyfooting around with me. Didn't be blunt enough with me to understand that that's also just you have to do it. Yeah, that's, again, I was going to say that. Most, yeah, but yeah. most people that pussyfooting are fucking soft are the people that are not efficient at management. Name somebody that you can say that is a higher boss that is soft with you, that gets the job across, that gets people promoted, that are underneath them to go right next up. It's very rare to see somebody that is super soft in an actual management position that gets the people that are below them up there. The people that are more the assholes or the people that are more blunt will have people that are more su- successful in succeeding in the business industry. Well, you're also, you're, also, you're, you're shaping yeah. it too, though, because uh, you're saying soft and stuff. Like, yeah, there's, there's ways to be... Well, let's say you can be direct and yeah. leave no interpretation without being an asshole. Exactly. You just said you were. No, I'm not <laughs> an asshole. Not in a no, here's my point. I'm, no. I'm, I'm I am actually, an asshole I'm as a playing, person. I'm actually yeah. advocating for you right now. I'm saying like you use these words. These have a lot of negative connotations. Like you can be because you're sensitive, very straightforward, and you can leave no interpretation. You don't have to be an asshole. You know what I mean? Like that's not a necessary. It's not necessary to be quote unquote blunt. Like that carries a very negative connotation. Like motherfucker, get your job done. That's blunt. Like, hey, we really need to get this done. We're off at four o'clock. It's three thirty. This is otherwise a forty-five minute job. We need to start rolling. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, there's a way that. different way to say it sometimes, yeah. you know, but without leaving interpretation. But yeah, exactly. Totally so, that's I mean, what I here's like about the point: is like you, you don't like in the workplace. I'm not going to use words that is either in that they say are cuss words and words that are unacceptable oh, to say, say in the yeah, workplace. Yeah. I will like, never like in those workplaces. I'm not going to say that unless we're in our industry in the bar. I'm going to say that shit in the bar. Yeah. All fucking day. <laughs> oh, I get through shit. All day. <laughs> I like money. My biggest, my biggest thing is don't fuck with my money. If we work with me, don't fuck with my money. That's my biggest policy. Yeah. I tell everybody that, but I'm not going to say things that are going to be disrespectful in a way, 
but you have to be blunt. And my way of saying that is the people that I've noticed that are going to be the ones that are not as direct with the coworkers and with their actual pupils, their people that are below them, have a less rate of success than the people are moving forward than the people that are getting the blunt direct saying this is what you need to do to get to that next step yeah. this is what you need to do to make sure that we're not stressed out tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah the people that are focused on feelings get in their own way because then mm-hmm. they don't get the actual they don't break down the actual areas where you need to mm-hmm. work and because that's what, and the yeah, yeah. thing is because they're more they're more focused on being liked yeah than actually getting being the effective. job done and being yeah. effective so I was saying, hey, man, like you're moving kind of slow today. I think you really should just like kind of speed it up. I know you might be having a bad day, but go speed this up. Knowing damn well that if we had, let's say like you're doing like a, a clothing company or something like that and, you're, and you have to do the packages, you have to have this amount of packages done. You guys are moving slow. You're having a bad day. You're doing it, right? So now you don't get all the packages done. You're saying, hey, I know you're moving slow. We need to get this shit done. Can you move a little bit quicker? That moving a little bit quicker may be one extra package that you're doing now, and then now you're still 15 or fucking five, even five parcels short of what you need to do that day. Instead of saying, hey, man, you're moving kind of slow. We're really on a deadline. I need you to put your head into the game yeah. and get these 20 units mm-hmm. that we need done, done, so that we're not stressed out tomorrow. We're behind, and we have to either refund somebody their money back or right. do it this way. It's, you have to be blunt. Blunt, yeah. Well, and then you actually – the actual – yeah, you have – so blunt that you actually literally have the actual amounts and data. Yeah, you got to have. You got to quantify it. But yeah. <laughs> quantify it. Quantification. Numericize it. Quantification. So, like I said, like in in my ass, because like for me, I always tell people, it's like I'm an oh, asshole. I That's just why I tell people. I'm like, the way I talk can be perceived as being an asshole. And here's my point: being as as the older I get, the more realization is I don't have to be liked. When I make my music, I want you to like my music. Do I make my music for you to like my music? No. If I like my music, I like my music. Yeah. Here's my thing. If you work with me, I like me. My customers <laughs> like me. I like me. Here's my point being. If I like me, my customers like me, do I make my money? If right. you don't like me, do I make my money? Yep. Exactly. If you're in my way, then nope. And then what? Then we got a problem. Mm-hmm. So. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it just comes down to it being, it's just like my work ethic is I just want the job done. I'm here. Done, yeah. We're here to work. Let's work. Mm-hmm. There should be no if, ands, buts, or maybe's about it. Do your job. You know what you signed on for. Yep. You have a job description of what yeah. you're supposed to do. Well, if you don't yeah. want to fulfill that job, go, go do something else. else. That's don't, that's why I like our to job too. With me and we, me and Mark and the bars, hard work is rewarded. Mm-hmm. And it's like me and him, like we have a similar work. Like we're not worried about the money because we know the money will come because we're always putting out a solid, solid, you know. Effort. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was so, going to say, Mike's speak for yourself because I've busted my ass before. I chose my words with people. Here, technically, <laughs> we, we, we try to make Orlando a bartender. No, I know. But, but Orlando <laughs> would be making more money no, if that, he had I, a better memory. <laughs> not a better memory. It, it, hey, Orlando, just, hold on. I'm going to say you five drinks right now so you can say it right back to me. Okay, the first day, <laughs> like, I was going to, like, remember this shit. No, my thing is, like, sometimes I do feel that I've been – like had someone take advantage of me. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's the and, always and, happens, and, sadly. And some of those days are like this weekend that I'm about to. P- hey, <laughs> but you couldn't him. put me somewhere else. Here's my point: being I'd be a great bartender. <laughs> I'm gonna ask Orlando this right now, right? Because Orlando, uh, the thing I say is when you're gossiping and you talk to somebody that you're not working with, instead of the direct to the people that you're working with, you don't get your point across. And on that point right there is when you make less money. 
because you talk to somebody else that you're not working with that has no control over the money that comes out to you that night. Now, when I talked to you the last time we did the thing and I said, hey, you want to be a bar back? You want to make bar back money? You need to get there and do a bar back job and get the fuck to work. And I came down there. I said exactly like that. And you made more money. You did your job. You put your head on the game and you made it. You weren't taking advantage of it all that night. Well, you no, got because I worked with someone who no, you already work with, you work with the same people. No, I worked with you. No, you didn't. You were upstairs and I was downstairs. I didn't do the money that day. I can't. I was downstairs. Oh, we're talking about that one. Yep. Okay. No, See, that, nope. that, wait, hold on. Hold on. No, <laughs> that one, that one, I actually had to actually talk to them about that because they didn't. Because on not going to talk, was, throw yeah, around, but I feel like a lot of times you, you go into the mentality that those people that you're working with already know what you're going in. You know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah, you're what, a barback. Kind of situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, mm-hmm. you know what situation you are. But if you don't say anything, because I've never worked in a, I thought I was just part of the same group as the other, the door guys and everything else. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm doing the exact same thing they're doing, but also doing everything else that has to be done back here. See, but here's my point. When I, when I talked to you the night and the same thing, you finally went to the source. When you go to the source, instead of talking to somebody else that has no control, a.k.a. another coworker or somebody that's not working on that time, you never get your point across. You don't get what you're worth. The moment you get what you're worth is when you go directly to the same source and you're blunt about what you're doing. And that right there proved what I've been saying this whole time. But at the same – well, yeah. I mean – Exactly. Work ethic Proves my point. Going back to more of the work ethic <laughs> crux, so someone doing that work, it should – especially with systems already in place, it should have already been done it, and that's not what have been I was an trying issue to say. in the first yes. But, the but that's thing. just ineffective – but here's my thing for it is when it came down to it, and I told him, I was like, you want to make bar back money, you be bar back, and you got to do it. A bar back and a bartender's job is more stressful than somebody that has to sit at a door. So when you it's are going to do this they one there, you have to take control of your position, and you have to lead the way. Because in those positions, you have to know what you're doing. You have to be blunt. And if somebody get in your way, you got to turn in that mark, asshole mark. You know what I'm, I'm imagining right lie. now? I'm imagining Mark being like a fucking just a drug dealer sitting in his like executive ass chair behind some big ass fancy mahogany desk. He's got a cat he's petting and shit like that. Some Orlando comes in. I mean, I, I, I had the drugs, but like, I, I don't know what happened. And like this happened and that happened. And then the drugs are gone. I'm like, what the fuck has it got to do with my money? What the fuck has it got to do with my money? <laughs> hey. <laughs> when you write, you write. <laughs> I know what, but I hear a lot of talking, but I didn't see no green in front of me. I'm like, I'm like a major pain. What you talking about? (laughs) Here it is. I'm just saying is because I've worked almost every single kind of job you can work without having to have a degree. And the one thing I've found that holds true that you are the, you are the whole deciding factor of your whole destiny and how much money that you want to make. Yeah. And And the way that you do that is you've got to go. Put your motherfucking take the reins and you better pull that motherfucking hair back. She ain't going to act right. Slap her on the ass and just go with it. Hop on her back when you're drunk. Make that shit smell like bacon and chorizo, Orlando. Got it. <laughs> Bitch smell like outside <laughs> in the ceiling. She said smell like outside. <laughs> be six. Hey, what you got to do when you're at work? You need to be like you are when you're drunk. Six foot tall with a six pack. <laughs> Eight pack. Eight pack. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I said, I don't want to try to get too personal, too late. But what it comes down to it is I like to set myself up for success, my friends up for success, anybody that I'm around for success. And the only way to do that for me is to be blunt. If I am not liked by the end of the day, again. Yeah, fuck it. Oh, fucking well. Yeah. My bills are paid. My shit's paid for. I can go 
out and do whatever the fuck I want to. We are right. golden. Yeah. Caleb. So, yeah. Yes. Back to that initial question of what do you do that brings shows your work ethic? <laughs> oh, that was like an hour ago. That was like an hour ago. <laughs> but I was actually gonna I was just gonna ask Caleb this one question. What's our Instagram hashtag? Oh, Brad, you already know. At A R W T B podcast. What's our Twitter? A R W T B podcast. G- give us the Instagram one more time. A R W T B podcast. What about the website? Around with the Brodies.com. And that's again, it's A Round with the Brodies. Not around because yeah. you can't be that's around true. us that's right true. now. You can just that's take true. A Round with us. You a feel Round me? with <laughs> the Brodies. It's, it's spelled com. that way all together though. It's you know spaces. what? Hey. <laughs> Perception. <laughs> Perception. Do you want a third guest appearance? <laughs> We're fucking done with Sweet Mike, okay? He was not sweet today. That motherfucker was sour, okay? Sour Mike. Oh, salty ass Salty Mike. Mike. Oh, salty Mike. Oh, cranberry ass Mike. Yeah. You shut your cranberry ass up. Is what Orla- you need to do. I'm going to keep going through this because I want. Because Orlando's been great with finding fucking quotes. I need, I need Orlando to True find that. me some kind of quote today. Right. Are we going to hashtag numberize? About some work <laughs> ethics, <bro. laughs> one, thing, one thing that I will say, though, that I have gathered from all this is that I feel like all of us have a pretty strong worth ethic. Ethic, yeah, work, we do. Work ethic? Work Oh, shit. Hey, the liquor hitting, the liquor hitting. I'm sounding like Elmer Fudd again. We're just going to that early rap we did earlier. Oh. Wait, hold on. Mike, you're rapping? Somebody make Mike a beat. Mike wants to rap right now. And we're uh, not talking uh, about a sandwich. Spinach tortilla. Um. So again, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, we got a website. We are now on pretty much every fucking streaming podcast that is out there. That hell you can go exciting. To. Nice. Google. Pocket iTunes. Cast. Pod or Pocket Cast. Pocket Cast. I didn't even know what that was until I we got either. put on it. But I was like, okay, Pocket what? Cast. Po- Pocket Cast. Po- I never even heard of that. What the fuck is that? Dude, exactly. We own, exactly. But we own it. We own every streaming <laughs> fucking thing Pocket out there. Pocket Cast. Now. Dude, I got an email hey, the other day, bro. I got a whole bro. list. It said we everywhere. Yep, everywhere. Oh, I said, I said, I was like, I started singing uh Little Wayne lyrics. I'm everywhere that lot I go. <laughs> 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 I don't know, oh, man. Hey, Mike. My quick question to you is: Did you have some fun today? Oh yeah, no, without a doubt, without a doubt. Good. See, I like having and Mike I, on. I, I like uh, actually too that we uh, we kept it more large scale too. Mm-hmm. We didn't bring it down. I mean, we brought in like other examples later, but we were actually looking at it as like a whole for the most part. Like yeah. We took the micro and the macro perspective. Yeah, 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 yeah. which was kind of cool. We numericized it. Yeah. I'm just saying, my thing exactly. is, we count the macros. My yeah, thing we, is count that's what I we out here bulking. <laughs> the moral lean. of today is women, next time you have that Friday shift and you come home and you have to tell your man about how bad Tina was and how much of a bitch she is at work, realize sometimes you go to the source. Your man is not the source. He can be the source of your stress relief in the bed at the end of the book. But hey. <laughs> I'm just saying, we'll listen. Stupid. We're going to listen to what you say about. This bitch did this, blah, 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 this or that, or, what, or that and the other. But sometimes you might have to go to the source. And if you go to the source, get that bitch fired. <laughs> 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 hey, bro, I'm like, I saw this one video uh, on, on this rap video. It said, I'm snitching. I'm snitching. <laughs> hey, bro, t- sometimes you got to be a snitch. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. Hold on. Hey, I was just going to say. Uh, FYI, I am not a snitch in real life, people, so do not shank my ass if you see me. <laughs> <Right. laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> Mark, I was just going to say, um, I did find one, actually. You a found quote. a quote? Yeah, I did. Uh, Kyle Francis, he says... Who? Kyle Francis. Who? All right. Go for one more time. My, my, spirit, oh, my spirit animal came out. Jesus. Fuck. <laughs> right. Um, one of his quotes says, you don't need million dollar idea. You need a million dollar worth ethic. Mm-hmm. I think we're all fucking up. Work ethic. That cold You don't need, you don't a, million need a million dollar idea. idea. You just need a million dollar worth ethic. Okay. Shit. Honestly, it's just like your ideas sometimes get you paid, but yeah. that's fucking 1% mm-hmm. of society. The work ethic that you put in and that you can go and build your success and your career out of mm-hmm. is that million dollar work ethic because you're going to work. Yeah. The determination to do better and the determination to make as much money as possible in the job industry is here it is. Don't settle. If you ever feel like you're plateauing at a position that you're not being appreciated at it and you're actually doing a great job at that, sometimes it's like keep doing a great job at that and then Somebody, maybe you get somebody that comes into your yeah. job and is like, hey, you you're over, fucking working else. hard as shit. You, mm-hmm. Like, have you ever thought about doing this instead? Let me get you a job. I'll pay right. you this amount much yeah, more. Sometimes, yeah, cool. the problem is people get way too comfortable a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. And so you got to be, you got to be, it's cool being comfortable, but every once in a while you got to be willing to be uncomfortable because mm-hmm. you got to look at, you got to look at the big picture from time to time. Sometimes change is necessary mm-hmm. and change is the evolution of self and society. We got to have changes. <laughs> Comfort zones are nice, but can, your can comfort zone is a very dangerous playing thing. Playing Tupac yeah. in the background changes. I was about to start playing there right now, too. <laughs> we all know how that ended up for me that one night. Let's not do Ooh. that again. No, you that was, no, that was that first of all, fuck you, because you did hit him up. We were trying to play changes. You got to wake up every morning and... I heard so many N-words. Oh. <laughs> did this white man just say the N-word uh. for 27 times in 20 seconds? They're like, hey, Mark, is that your friend? No, who? No, who? <laughs> We both turned around so quick when someone said, is that your friend? I said, like, huh? can I get a shot of Tullamore? Wait, you were there too? <laughs> yes, yeah. I was there. Uh, mm. She. <laughs> it's okay. We're still friends to this we don't. We don't want to talk about Blackout Caleb. <laughs> we're going to talk about Blackout time. Caleb on another episode. <laughs> I said, here it is. We're going to do blackouts and uh, hangovers when we decide to get drunk on an episode. <laughs> <laughs> no, because then I'm gonna be like, Mark, no, oh Mark, yeah, well, see, Mark, we already understood. We can't do an episode drunk because Orlando likes to touch the microphone thirty yes, times. Yes, remember <laughs> I grab that shit and I'd be like, hold on, this shit moving, this shit Stop moving. Touching the microphone. <laughs> Stop fucking touching it. And every time you hear it, is a pop. You're like, what the fuck are you doing? And then next day he's sitting there seeing the springs and shit on the fucking arm. <laughs> that <laughs> is true. <laughs> <laughs> Start trying to make a beat. This thong. I'm like, Orlando, we're deleting this episode. Come back next week. <laughs> <laughs> next time in a round with the but Brody's. Saying, you know, Orlando time. doesn't play with shit. Um, <laughs> Mike, do you have anything else to add? for? I mean, you search, this is your second time on it. Why, why did you want to come back for a uh, second, second time around? Oh, it's fun. Like, I don't know. Honestly, I, I come from the frame of mind of like, I don't speak my mind because fuck it. I'll keep, maybe I don't know shit. So I try to be humble and so I try not to speak out of my ass or try to speak up because maybe I don't know the full picture or no shit. But like here, it's like it's kind of fun because it's just us. So we know we can bullshit off of our experience and like talk about it. And, you know, here it's it's just more fun. Like I don't. It feels like a place to finally vent some of these thoughts that I think about. And then that way it can possibly be heard. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, thankfully, we're small. So 
I also don't know any person that's going to hear it. <laughs> so we ain't going to come back to me. We're going to go send it to his mom. And- <laughs> <laughs> hey, watch like that's- five years from now, somebody does fucking listen to this shit and we have blown up and brings up, you know what? Do you remember when Mike said this? Hey, you think that's bad? Wait until they go see our fucking technology and social media oh, one. God. They'll be like, oh, these are the people you no, allow I was, on hold the on, air. No, 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 no. I was going to say, do you remember the zombie one? How are these motherfuckers on Apple Podcast? <laughs> you know what? Because we're entertaining. I'm sitting here. Like that. I'm going to start. Instead of us, like, instead of our, our intro music, I'm going to change our intro music to. Are you not entertained? Are you, <laughs> are not, you not entertained? entertained? Is it going to say that like 30 oh, times? From, uh, <laughs> is gladiator? that from the Gladiator? gladiator? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make a Gladiator remix? It yeah, will. It's just going to say that 30 times in a row. Then we're going to come in. Hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> are you not entertained? <laughs> this is Mark. <laughs> But I do want to thank you, Sweet Mike, for your time, though. Yeah, for I appreciate, yeah, I appreciate you coming through. Coming, come, have you yeah. come here. You know what? We sat stuff. down. We played some guitar. We bullshitted. We waited for Orlando for an hour. Um, mm. It's okay. You, who? He had he who? had he had to take a shower. You know, to cut his cut his little uh, his little woodpecker yeah. hair off the front. First so. of all, I had an interview today. <laughs> he had to shave the three hairs in his chin. <laughs> yeah, sure did. Hey, what are you talking about? Just because you can grow a fucking full ass beard <laughs> in <know>. two days. <laughs> okay, <laughs> me and Orlando. This is my or my fucking facial hair. Thirty two years in the making has never been trimmed. <laughs> I'm gonna be dead ass. I'm gonna be just like Mark. Just little hair is growing right here uh, <laughs> i don't know i'm just looking forward to it again you guys uh you have been listening to around with the brodies you have to definitely stay tuned our freaking saint patrick's day special episode is going to be freaking amazing 18 versus 18 jameson versus tolamore do okay we're gonna do this we're still gonna do our relationship one we're just trying to debate Eventually. when we want to talk about relationships because we, we got be so much we got so much like we were we were sitting there talking about relationships the other day, and we're like, hey, "Hold on, we gotta stop talking about this." We were just like, "Nah, I'm sitting on the couch, can't do it because mm-hmm. we're gonna be here for hours." Mm-hmm. It'll probably be like an eighteen thirty part. I ain't gonna say. <laughs> but one thousand eight hundred and thirty parts. Exactly. Read some text messages from old ass ex. Hey, the funny part we're gonna be sitting there. Still salty. What we need to do? Still salty about her stupid ass. We're gonna be doing. We're gonna be doing the relationships episode, and it's gonna be like the third, third or fourth episode we recorded today, and we're gonna be like lit off alcohol. We're gonna be here, baby. Wait, I'm about to put you on speakerphone, babe. Hold on. It's either it's either gonna go like. That or a bitch. <laughs> you know what? I'm loaded right now. I have some shit to get off my chest. I've been you. thinking about this. I've been talking about it. Yeah, oh, stupid ass. Big headed ass. I swear to God. Why, why am I in a FaceTime call with like 10 other bitches? Because I'm going to say it's all you bitches right now. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm saving Fuck time. You, you was like, cool. I feel like Matthew McConaughey. This is Ghost of Girlfriends. Oh, past. shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there like we're going, I'm gonna do it one day, but like and I'm gonna put it on put it on speakerphone and said the number you've dialed has been disconnected. <laughs> no, no longer in service. Um, blocked. Blocked. Yeah, like uh, please hold check on. the number or dial again. <laughs> but guys, man, we definitely appreciate everybody that has been listening to us. Mm-hmm. We are very sorry. Okay, here it is. We're in the beginning stages of everything, right? One thing I'm not gonna lie to you about, I'm gonna be very blunt with you guys because I've been I'm I'm an asshole. I've been very blunt. I've been telling everybody this one here. It's not because I'm a true asshole. I will be apologetic asshole if I'm very disrespectful. But the one thing that comes down to it here is I know you guys were expecting an extra episodes and stuff from us sometimes where it's like, hey, or where's is that like we watched we listened to everything you guys did. Where's the next episode? I'm I'm hungry for more. 
if we ever fuck up and you get only one day release, we will make sure we put out two episodes on that same day. One thing we want to do is we want to make sure that we're giving you guys quality stuff that we're talking about. Because, again, around with the Brodies, it's like we are not freaking people that are uh, – uh, what's the word I'm thinking for? Comedians, we're not, uh, no, improv. Uh, no, we're not uh, – Interesting. Fuck we're, you, <laughs> we don't We don't do anything half-assed. No, but we, quality no, we don't over do quantity. half-assed, but what's the thing? We got that work ethic. We're not professionals. We don't know everything about everything we talk about. The whole point of this is if we, if you guys were in our place and you were sitting down on the couch with us, if you were sitting there having your drink and we got into a conversation and we just started talking, that's all this is. This is the way that we feel. This is shit that we go through every day in our lives and this stuff that we talk about. And the one thing we want to do is just like, hey, if you don't have somebody that you can kick it with and you can just sit there and have these conversations with, you can now talk to your radio. Uh, make everybody think you're crazy. Uh, you go chat to in 50 with 50. Give us some comments. Uh, you're going to go to Shutter Island, part two. Uh, Shutter Island. <laughs> but what we're trying to do here Spoiler. for you guys is uh, <laughs> we just want you guys to feel like you can be involved and chat with us. We want you guys to leave comments for us. If you guys can go to, uh, if you're on Apple, rate us. Give us that five-star rating if you like us. Uh, leave some comments out there. We want to get on the new and noteworthy. We are trying to be everywhere to water go, like Little Wayne be saying. But what we want to do is have fun. We want you guys to have fun. We want to take this one more shot with everybody that has made it through this hour and a half long episode because we had a lot to talk about. We could have kept going. Yeah. But we didn't. But I kind of did. But anyways, guys, everybody listening, pour up a shot. Say cheers. Cheers. We're going to do this one here for you guys. Thank you guys for listening today. Again, my name is Mark. This is Caleb. And Orlando. And what? Orlando. Sweet Mike is the guest star. Yes, yes sir. sir. <laughs> this is around with the Brodies. Peace. Hey, peace. peace.